Hello, welcome to First World Boy, this is Will. Just going to bang on about what we'd probably call as the touring artist on our amped artist model, but it's really the harvest, the importance of the harvest. Thanks for listening, this is Will. Hey guys, welcome to First World Boy. Today I just want to talk about part four in the artist model, which is really around the harvest, the proof, or what we'd call on the model, the touring artist. Now, touring artist really is coming from the point of view as are you touring all your local venues? Are you touring your country, your state, uh, your around the world? It's just different now we're in a post lockdown world. But the idea for the touring is it's the large event that is going to harvest your efforts of the year. So we've looked through the different parts of the model. You've got your social artist, your performing artist, your recording artist. So these are important little pieces you can do, either paid or free. Either way, they're your efforts. And along the way in business is you've got efforts that don't draw immediate cash flow. And the reason you want to aim to create an opportunity to harvest those efforts is that there's many benefits that allow you to move on to your next cycle so in amped we put the artist to cycle annually but there are uh, openings or opportunities that mean that when you release the album depending on how well it goes this could be a two-year cycle the reason we give it one just to give you an idea that you can see how it works and a harvest in your music business can be somewhere you bring together different audiences. So if you're gonna dominate a venue, you wanna know that there's three to five local artists that you know that maybe produce a similar sound. So your town has a sound, your region, so that when you do your annual event, or they do theirs, you're supporting each other, you're sharing audiences, and you're harvesting combined efforts to bring in capital, in a sense, money that's still on the table. You're trying to grab that. So you're grabbing income through your offers, your sing singles, your streaming. You're grabbing income you know, uh, through your album launch can be your harvest. After streaming all your songs, you announce an album launch once a year, which enables you to then shift into the album and radio cycles. And people, a lot of the times, think the old way of doing it doesn't work anymore and the latest way is the only way. It's more of a hybrid now. And the harvest is where we put it all together. And you may have a year where you do it the latest way with technology, then you use the harvest to pivot back into the traditional way around radio and vinyl launch and touring. So your harvest can also be that pivot point where now you move into attracting peers and audience uh, to further collaborate, either through interaction in shows or whether it's to move into your next project. An example being, if you know, my first album is going to be acoustic based, my second album may shift into piano based. And so you're using the harvest to really create events. Another example, music societies do conventions. That's to bring together a lot of power brokers. They also have companies, artists, um, audiences 
people who are all tied together and you create this opportunity in their harvest to bring everyone together. And a lot of the times that exposure money can't buy. So I was speaking to uh, my producer who I'm gonna work with in March. He was telling me, uh, Scott was telling me that, you know, you may have a great song, pour a lot of um, money into that song, but you might need two to three times that amount to market it effectively. So a lot of people don't go further uh, with that side of their career. So they may be a social and a performing artist, but they don't work, work heavily into their, uh, what would you call recording artist cycle because of the expense of marketing. But this is where collaborative artists, which we'll speak later in the next session, which is your fifth part, comes into ability to scale, ability to gain access that money can't buy. But an important part is you use your harvest to also measure. What have you been doing daily, weekly, monthly, over that entire year that you can draw greater awareness to this annual event? You release a song, talk about the album you release at the end of the year, the tour you're going to do, while you're celebrating other artists. Speak about how that song on your album is going to have that your favorite artist doing some session work on it. All these things that you can tie in that technology now gives us that advantage. So your harvest is proof that everything you've done for that year is working. And you'll, you'll look at things like, has your audience grown? Have you improved your musicianship? Uh, are you getting gaining any advantage from your social activities? Um, what's working, what doesn't work? So when you move into your next year, you'll, you'll have momentum. You'll also have some proof of what you're able to achieve creatively in that year which will attract more peers, also attract introductions, so you can move further along the chain. Because there's a lot of times, I think I've found personally that whether you've got money or not, or the, you know, sometimes you have money and you can't get access, other times you have access, don't have money. But I think if you've got proof, you're going to f uh, fall into a framework where you'll get the benefit of introductions. So there's people, this enables you to step I suppose if you look at it like a ladder, you'd be stepping up the ladder a bit further. And you, you know, I mean, you're not leapfrogging so you can, um, you know, shoot up to the world's greatest stars, but you may have access to uh, people that you wouldn't normally find. Sometimes the best people are hidden in plain sight and via introduction, uh, you gain uh, access to the peer or access to the audience, which enables you to scale. So although you may not be this may give you the advantage of not pouring more of your hard-earned money away from your music and into marketing, but you'll still have to probably equally inject that level of value in regard to your effort into those parts. And, and the event helps you do that. You're also networking, you're also being seen. So for myself, I'm on the Gold Coast, so it's a Gold Coast sound. We want to always be seen producing. And... When you have the events, try and tie people in. So an example would be, say you did an album launch, we'll tie in people that you work with at other levels with your music, so they will do a launch at the same time. It's a little bit like successful streaming communities. I've noticed that they uh, market, they launch, they do a lot of activity at the same time, so it creates this momentum. So instead of you just doing it when you do it, you may be at the bottom of the food chain or in the middle, but the guy at the top of your food chain in your streaming community when he or she moves, then then you spend. Because you're a smaller you're in a smaller 
you may have a smaller audience, you may have a smaller budget, but when they move, you move. And so you, you create this uh, wave effect, ripple effect, uh, and it becomes more effective. So you're really just leveraging what you've got. You know, um, one of the things with creative artists, we can do everything or learn how to do everything, but that's not the name of the game. It seems to me that the name of the game is get an understanding how to do everything, do everything, but then invite other artists because their specialty will give you different ways that you can access and expose your art to their audience. There's all these benefits of bringing in people. So if you could do needed to do 10 things at once, uh, you can do them. And that's what creative artists do. You know, I do it. it. It's a fault. I did it in business as well. But you've got to be able to stop and say, hang on, what happens if instead of doing all the 10 things, I get an idea of it, but I find 10 other people and then we work together. And then we use that, that sort of broader appeal to make a better finished product. We also uh, bring the best of what we can for the market. And then when you go to do your harvest, you're bringing in all of their art as well. So there's a process they do and you can create some sort of event where you bring it all together and you're cross promoting each other and you're helping help raise each other. I think the outcome, one of the things that I want to push through the ant artist, the idea of it, the framework, is to raise that base income of creative artists. So we'll see how we go. Hey, thanks for listening. Just remember, have a think about what's the harvest that you can do, your annual harvest, you, you know, where you're capturing your efforts for the year. Some are going to be paid, some are going to be free, but you're going to be bringing together creative artists once a year so you can harvest all those efforts. Have a think about it, what you can do. There's further discussion in Ant, uh, the book. Hey, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. It's first world boy. Who's this? Rectangle. Who's Thank you. Who's this? Triangle. Good girl, Dad.